What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. That's right. That's right. Lovely Friday. Lovely Friday. Happy belated UFO Day, which was yesterday. We'll get into that a little bit later. Because if you're new to the podcast, uh, I dig me some aliens and UFOs and that type of stuff. We've discussed in the past, but we're going to discuss a little bit again today, later on, later on. So I hope everybody had a good week. I really do. Mine was okay. A little less fun than the past several weeks. (laughs) Wednesday, I had the lovely uh, dentist appointment. By the way, Psychostick, if you don't know who they are, they're... uh, Kind of a comedy band, but they're a, a metal comedy band, but they're fantastic. And one of their best songs, or at least one of my favorites, is one called The Root of All Evil. And it's about the dentist. That's right. <laughs> now, I must admit, I was very aware that, uh, well, let's just say, my gums not in the greatest condition. I have, I have some mouth issues and It's been a couple years since I've been to the dentist. I haven't been since I moved here to Colorado. And, uh, yeah, so kind of was not expecting the greatest news. But, uh, you know, while it wasn't great news, it wasn't terrible. Because my teeth aren't falling out and I have no cavities and things like that. But uh, I've got to keep up on my gum issue, essentially, so that there's a... No more bad stuff. No more negative stuff. Because I can get to the point where uh, I start losing some teeth and whatnot. And that sounds horrible. My wife has had to deal with uh, some mouth problems like that. Losing teeth, replacing teeth. Doesn't look fun. Sound fun. Any of that. No, 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 no. Not for me. The root of all evil, I say. (laughs) The dentist. They're just doing their job. It's not their fault. But it sucks. And it wasn't, you know, the worst appointment I've ever had, but it wasn't fun. But I do got to say that it feel much nicer. And my teeth feel much nicer. And, you know, got a little work to do on it, but they're going to be good. They're going to be good. We just got to maintain. I also, yesterday, was having some tummy issues. I, I, I believe I have irritable bowel syndrome. I also deal with acid reflux. I have a theory that I, I just, my body produces more acid than is needed. <laughs> I think that's part of the deal, but uh, uh, that's just a wild uh, theory in this mad brain that I have, you know what I mean? And so I was kind of dealing with that. So I had a very blah day. Like, it, it, I wasn't, it wasn't until evening by the time I felt normal and was ready to go, but I just woke up with some really bad reflux, and it just kicked my ass for a few hours. And then I was just kind of unmotivated, <laughs> But that's all right. I'm doing good now, getting the pods out today. It's a holiday weekend. Me, personally, I ain't doing shit. I think, actually, there's probably fewer people celebrating it this year. Just given the current mood of the country, in many ways, it doesn't feel good to be an American right now. And I'm proud to be an American. Eh, eh, debatable right now. 
But yeah, so, you know, I'm going to have a busy weekend of writing, personally, and I'm going to hang out with the fam, I'm gonna, and I'm, you know, I'm going to do my thing, smoke my weed, and you know what, I got some, some, you know, the little tiny personal fireworks, we'll go out and do a few of those in the driveway with the kids sometime on Saturday, tomorrow night, but, you know, ain't no big thing, it's, uh, I don't know, I've never been a huge 4th of July guy anyway, but, uh, yeah. But if you're going to go out, just make sure you're safe and careful, okay? Because we're going to get into it, the COVID shit. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yes, busy weekend ahead of writing. And pretty much just hanging out with, with my fam like I, like I normally do. I had a fun situation this morning. No, yesterday morning. Wednesday morning? Yesterday morning, my wife comes downstairs. The boys are sitting there playing. She she had just woken up. I, I'm usually up early, and so I tend to take care of the boys when they get up. Let the wife sleep in a little bit. Why not? Because I'm always up early anyway. And she comes down, and she goes to kiss the three-year-old and say good morning. And the first sentence out of his mouth is, I said an adult word. Immediately, his brother chimes in, the six-year-old, to say, yeah, he said fuck. <laughs> and that's my boys. <laughs> and because we've told Draven, he's very, the six-year-old, he's very against saying the adult words. Because we don't like to say curse words or bad words because it's, it's part of the vocabulary, okay? The, they are. They're just, whether, whatever you think of them, it's part of the... English vocabulary, yes. And, you know, we don't want them to think because, A, they're going to use them eventually. And, B, if we're using them, you know, because I'm sorry. I, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say fuck 800 times in front of my kid. But I'm also, if it gets out here and there, so what? They're going to hear it. They're going to eventually say it. And... <laughs> It's, it's funny when they do repeat that kind of shit. But with my with Draven, he's been against it. And it's we have recently told him, like, hey, there's going to be times where, like, you're okay to say it. Like, maybe we want to know what Renly said. We may ask you what he said. But now he's taking it on his own to, if Renly says it, to say, hey, this is what Renly said. <laughs> so rather, rather interesting with those boys. But yes, busy, busy weekend of writing. Wanted to get the pods out quick. We got the holiday coming up. And don't forget, Bar Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, man. You know, there's states out there that are the, they're closing bars and stuff again. And there's bar owners in Texas who don't like that. And they're using what is really an important social justice movement and they're taking the tagline of that and inserting bar instead of black <laughs> like this this right here shit like this is why people hate americans <laughs> it's because of those americans people like that and the texas governor who won't listen to fauci and then you've got people like Rand paul like shouldn't we shouldn't assume that a group of experts knows what's best for everyone. 
really. So then who would know? Because as far as I know, experts are the ones you should be listening to. <laughs> Why are so many people not listening to? Like, I just want to clump. I know I've said it a million times, but we got to clump all these fuckers together. Anti-vaxxers, flat earthers, climate change deniers, Trumpers, non-mask wearers. They, they just keep adding to the list. Non-science believing motherfuckers. <sighs> Bunch of Trump yuppies. These fucking people. I can't stand them. <laughs> Speaking of Trump. Did you see the new shirt? Oh, yeah. Have you seen that symbol before? <laughs> or something similar? Have you? Because I know I have. I've done a good amount of, of, of history stuff in my past. In my, I, at one point in time, wanted to be a history teacher. I'll just say that. So, I got some... Uh, history education under my belt and not not only that but it's it's pretty obvious if you look at it but that is straight up some nazi shit <laughs> straight up some and it's not like this is the first time when he used the fucking red triangle he's retweeting a video where a dude says white power like this used to be considered like conspiracy theory type shit but man if it ain't playing out like Trump looks like a fucking dictator. <laughs> oh, and then he was talking about masks. And for some reason has made a slight reversal on masks, saying he doesn't have a problem with them, people want to wear them, blah, blah, blah. He's got his aides saying uh, he doesn't have to because everybody around him tests. He doesn't really need to. Okay, whatever. Trump did say, though, that when wearing the mask, he, in fact, looked like the Lone Ranger. What? What? First of all, first of all, you wear diapers. You're rather frumpy. Uh, let's see. I, I could go with a million things here, but you're nothing like the Lone Ranger. And, 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 and if you think you look like the Lone Ranger with the mask, are you even wearing the mask, right? Like, because that says to me, the Lone Ranger wears that shit over his eyes, right? He's got a mask over his eyes. Nothing on the face, nothing over the mouth. Is the president wearing the mask over his eyes? <laughs> and then you got Eric Trump. Oh, because by the way, Ghislaine Maxwell was arrested. You know, Epstein's little, little uh, assistant, I guess I should say. But she was finally arrested and brought in. And it'll be interesting. Maybe we can keep this one alive. Not, not let her, quote unquote, kill herself. Epstein didn't kill himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> but hopefully they keep this one alive so she can get some information out. It'd be great if she had some dirt on the president, which wouldn't surprise me. And it's funny because his Trump, his Trump's son, his, his son, blah, 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 Eric Trump comes out and he tweets pictures of Giselle, Ghislaine, sorry, Ghislaine Maxwell with Bill Clinton. Not realizing that he was going to get bombarded, and somehow, this is just stupidity. I mean, it's about, like, it's just like his dad. It's it's so such an obvious, like, mistake. It's so obvious that would be a bad move that 
<laughs> why, why even go through it? It's just like the idiocy. But he got blasted on Twitter. He ended up deleting it, but he got blasted on Twitter with all sorts of people coming after him with pictures of his daddy with those very said people. And these are the leaders that we currently have, ladies and gentlemen. So go out and vote. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're going to take a quick break, get into the meat of our podcast, the madness, the madness. We're going to talk a little bit of COVID. So a quick breather and then back for that. Did you see the memo about this? Yeah, I think... <clears throat> and that's just a guess, just, just a guess. That there's a lot of people who didn't get the memo on the seriousness of COVID-19. Or more likely that a lot of those did get the memo and then they just threw it away without reading it. Or they read it and was like, bullshit, and they threw it away. Um, we're still at the point where people don't want to wear masks. Like I said, people, uh, bar owners, are, bar lives matter. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand people have businesses. They want to make money so they don't go under. But I wonder how many of these people have really looked into options. Because I know for us, it was looking to into the unemployment and the pandemic, unemployment and all of that to try and help us get through if we had to miss work. And I know that part of that stimulus had to... Now, I don't know the extent of everything. So maybe small business owners are really hurting right now. But I would also say, like... This isn't the time. It's not the time. It's just not. We are breaking records daily when it comes to cases and things like that. And Dr. Fauci was talking about recently how, you know, most of the mutations up to till now have been very... Minor. It hasn't really affected how the disease spreads or the severity of the disease. But now, he's saying now it's more infectious. It's more easily spread. The virus has mutated so that it spreads more easily. Now it's not any deadlier, at least for now. That could, could, could potentially come in a second wave. But for right now, it's not any deadlier. But it is spreading easier which makes taking precautions, wearing masks, social distancing, not having large gatherings in places such as bars. I mean, we can't be doing that stuff right now. And people want to point out the protests, and data has shown that not a lot of it is from the protests. People want to point out, oh, it's in these kinds of states and blah, blah, blah. Eh. A lot of the states it, that it's happening that are the highest right now are states that uh, didn't get hit hard first. And 
seem to have got a handle on it because of the lockdowns, but then they reopened too early and in not strict enough fashion. And protests can be blamed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not naive. I fully support the Black Lives Matter protests. I fully support all of that. And I'm very much into the movement. If you haven't been able to tell by my opinions throughout this podcast and previous podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I'm not naive enough to think that, yeah, that's not spreading it a little bit. The thing, though, and I'll reiterate this, is when you see the protesters, 99.9% of them are wearing masks. I've seen people with hand sanitizer, etc., etc. People are trying to be safe. Are they social distancing? No. And that's where some infection could occur. But they are being as safe as possible given the circumstances. And I would also add that is a cause worth getting out there for. Going to meet your buddies at the bar is not. And if you're going to, you should at least wear a mask. But that's the problem. People aren't. They're going to bars, clubs, gathering in large places like that. No masks. So you can bitch about the protest. You can bitch about the protesters. But at least they're being safe about it. I mean, fuck, the president has turned Black Lives Matter damn near into a protest organization, which is crazy because the one that needs to be deemed a terrorist organization is that one with those three letters, same letters. But that seems to be right up Mr. Trump's alley, those types. Seems to be. And so while COVID's getting more infectious... Fucking college kids are partying and throwing, they're throwing parties. (laughs) This is insane. To see who gets infected and they got a pot going and whoever gets infected first wins the pot. This is so stupid. Like, don't get me wrong. I liked to gamble when I was that age, but you know what I did? I played Texas (laughs) Hold'em. Not who can catch the pandemic virus. Fucking, what? I don't understand. I don't understand. And it's because of shit like that, that, well, UK, places in Europe, they're, they're going to start allow, allowing international travel, allow international entry, but only to a select group of countries. You know who's not on that list and was not even close to making the cut? Oh, that's right. The United States. <laughs> Not even close. Because we are absolutely the worst when it comes to this pandemic. And our fucking president sits up there and says, yeah, we're doing a fantastic job. We've done a fantastic job. Like, oh my God. I know. I know. Terrible Trump impersonation. I know. I'm still going to use it. I don't fucking care. We're just, we're not even going, and what the fuck are sports going to do? And the NBA is talking about having a second bubble city in Chicago where the teams who aren't going to Orlando for the playoff, where they can play some game. It's like, why are you adding stuff? Seems a stupid idea. The NFL seems to think things are going to go as normal. They did cancel a couple of preseason games, but that's my point. A couple. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
this is just... I did, all these sports are getting ready to come back. But the pandemic is raging through our country right now. How do we do that? How do we come back with sports? Don't get me wrong. Sounds nice. Like, I'm getting my fill. I'm getting my fill. I got my New Japan wrestling, my AEW wrestling. I got some wrestling. There's soccer out there. You get a nice little fill. But goddammit, all I want some football. Particularly because of all the fantasy football stuff I do. And the writing I do for fantasy football. I want football. And shit, I'd really like to get the NBA and NHL playoffs. Those, that's one of my favorite parts of, you know, the beginning of summer is the playoffs. We already missed out on March Madness. Are we going to get them? It just feels like the window is closed for that. And I don't even know how big the window was in the first place. If it was big enough to cram a playoffs in. But I think sports are in trouble, man. I really do. I do. And, and I hate to chuckle about it because I love me some sports. I want to see some foosball. I want to see LeBron and the Lakers running up and down the court, maybe playing against Giannis in the finals and the Bucks. Whew, that'd be fun. I'd like to see some good old puck, see my avalanche get back out on the ice, make their steak for the cup. I would like that. I'd like all that. But it, day by day is starting to feel a little more unrealistic. We'll just have to see what they can do. Fauci seems to think if they can do the bubble idea, they can pull it off. Bubble idea is a lot easier for the NBA. It's a lot less players. Even the NHL could probably pull that off. But, the, I mean, the NFL, man, that's 53 people a roster, not including all the different coaches and all of that. Whereas a basketball team, you got less than 20. I mean... It's, we'll see how it goes. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And hey, maybe this this part of the virus we're in now, maybe we get over that. And there is really no second wave. I don't know. It just feels starting to feel more and more like sports is gonna be a long shot. That's all right. In the meantime, like I said, check out that new Japan Cup, bro. If you ever liked pro wrestling or wherever. Like, is it okay? Check it out. Check it out. I promise you, you won't hate it. Maybe it won't be totally your thing, but you won't hate it. And AEW Wrestling, they just came out with the Fighter Fest uh, this this week. It's good stuff. You gotta check it out. Good wrestling. Good pro wrestling. But yeah, we gotta we gotta get we gotta get a handle on this shit. Because right now it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And then you got Vanilla Ice going to do a contest. Or, sorry, a concert. He's going to perform a concert with... Sorry, totally lost my train. Complete brain fart right there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. You suck, you yeah. Yep. I kind of do. I kind of do. But Vanilla Ice, as I was saying, is holding a concert. And when asked about this because of, the, you know, the pandemic, his response was, 
We didn't have coronavirus in the 1990s. <laughs> and the 2020s don't have vanilla ice, bro. I mean, who the fuck is going to this concert anyway before the virus? He's really still got that many goddamn fans left? He's got to be, like, is that dude, what fucking planet is he from? We didn't have the coronavirus in 1990. We also didn't have fucking Twitter in 1990. <laughs> so, like, good God. Speaking of being from another planet, I mentioned, uh, you know, yesterday being um, International UFO Day. National, international, but it's UFO Day. It was UFO Day. And as I said... I love aliens. I love UFOs. I love all of this stuff. I've loved it, damn, since as long as I can remember. I remember I was awfully young when, well, my dad got me into, you know, cool movies like The Predator and Aliens and that type of stuff. And not only that, but then I ran across this, well, I guess it was, it was, a, it was a TV show. It started out as a book. But then they made a TV show out of it. I saw the TV show first. It was on NBC or something, and it was a made-for-TV special confirmation based on the Whitley Strieber book. And he's wrote some other stuff based on his abduction and things, and, and confirmation's really good. Kind of gets into sighting, different sightings and different, uh, you know, theories and, and military cover-ups, and, but a lot of the end of it gets into abductions and, and implants and things like that. And one guy in particular gets this piece of metal taken out of him and it, it's analyzed and it's, it, it, it has metals in it that aren't on our table of elements. Like weird shit like that. It's fantastic. I couldn't get enough. So I dove head on into that subject. And... I don't recall when I was younger having any sightings, but as an adult, well, in my sobriety within the past decade, I've had two sightings. One with my wife. We were driving in Iowa. It was the day we got engaged, I believe, actually. And we're driving in above the trees. We see an object moving in very funny ways. And I was pretty sure I knew what it... Because I'm, I'm no trained observer. But I've watched enough of this UFO stuff. Because if, if you follow the right UFO people and you watch the right UFO stuff, you're going to get the truth. Or you're going to get as close to the truth as possible. And what I mean by that is, that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that will just push stuff, you know, even if it's fake. Even if it's obvious that it's fake. It just push anything UFO-ish. And then there's the other side where <clears throat> they're not going to push it unless it's authentic. Like, is that truly something unknown? Like, if we can explain it away, why not explain it away? And I'm with that crowd. If there's a logical explanation, let's explain it. Okay? We want the truth, right? Besides, I only care about the true mysterious ones. Don't give me something that... I, I don't recognize that a few months later down the line, I find out it's flares. And then I actually look into it and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's flares. Yeah, yeah I don't like flares. Not a UFO. <laughs> no, I want the most authentic, mysterious shit. 
the truly unidentified. And so I consider one of the ones I saw. The other one was actually, I think I spoke about it on a pod recently because it happened not too long ago. But I'm a big stargazer. I have a telescope. I actually got a new one not too long ago. Very nice. And got some cool pictures of the moon the other night. Anyway, I'm very big at looking at the stars. And I was out one night just checking out the stars. And all of a sudden, one of the stars started to move. Now, obviously, this was not a star. But it was a pinpoint of light that had been sitting there just like a star. I was watching that portion of the sky when it started to move. And it moved and moved and moved and moved. And then it, there was this little like flash. And it continued to move and move and move and move until it was out of sight. And it was going fast. Not only had it just been still before moving, but it was going much faster than a plane would be going. It was crazy. So those are the two I've had, one being recent. And, um, yeah. It, oh, goodness gracious. That got me. That got me. Not going to lie. God damn speaker. You get no warning. Well, I mean, that's the warning that it's about to die, but <laughs> you get no warning that that warning's coming, and whew, it's a bit of a shocker. But anyway, continuing on. It's uh, just, to me, it's always been a good subject. When I was in school, I did a... I was going for a communications degree because that encompasses journalism, and I wanted to get into writing, and, and hey... That's what I'm doing now. I write for playerprofiler.com, a fantasy football site. Make sure to go to my Twitter at rmkmadness and check out my content. I got links for all my articles up there, you know, if you're into that sort of fantasy football thing. But in my collegiate days, I had to do a lot of writing to get that degree. And... A lot of my writing I did on social justice issues actually very much with kind of what's going on right now because back then it was right around the whole Kaepernick thing. So I was writing a lot about, you know, Black Lives Matter, Colin Kaepernick. I wrote on Daryl Davis, the blues musician who goes around and befriends uh, KKK members. did a lot of writing on that type of stuff. But I also had a big paper that I, I really had to go in depth on a particular topic. And a lot of people had their stuff. I'd already done a lot of writing on equality, social justice. And I thought it'd be awesome if I could do something on just ufology in general. And I got an okay from the teacher, was able to do that, and I went deep. I dug back into... You, you know, stuff that was found in hieroglyphs and, you know, back to days very early on where there was a certain situation, you know, before, like, I want to say back in the 1880s, maybe. I'd have to check up the exact date. <laughs> it's all in my paper. <laughs> but it's so far back. And you have... 
a crashed UFO, reportedly. And you got a sheriff there, you got a doctor and some witnesses. And what was put in the newspaper, and there is an actual newspaper article for this, that the doctor is quoted as saying he believed the bodies were from Mars, that they were visitors from Mars because they weren't human bodies. I mean, this is back in the day, man. <laughs> you know, before UFO was like a big phenomenon, before, you know, the idea of UFO cover-ups and all of that. It's really interesting if you look into the history of it all, which I did, and it was fascinating. But there's a lot of good stuff you can get out there, a lot of good documentaries, like the best ones by far. There's a guy named James Fox, and so far he's done a couple. Out of the Blue is one. I Know What I Saw is another. Both excellent. And he's got a new one out coming out here in a few months called The Phenomenon. And these are excellent. They're, when you look at UFO docs, they're the best. Netflix has some good ones. Um, there's some good TV shows. I recently just finished, it was about a month ago, that uh, Skinwalker show that was on, was it History? History Channel, I believe. That was pretty good. I got a pod out about that, the whole Skinwalker. Go ahead and look through my history if you want to hear some stuff, cool stuff on the Skinwalker Ranch. And that whole business. But yeah, there's those are the best DVDs to check out. And the best shows. And it, oh, Unidentified. That was a really good one. Also on the History Channel, I believe. It was on one of those. History, Discovery, Travel, one of them. <laughs> but Unidentified was really good. It got into um, the most recent of those Navy UFO videos where you see the Tic Tac and you see the... the uh, other one in the water where the, the you hear the pilots talking about it and um, interviews with the pilots in that show uh, with a congressman um, or former congressman. You have Luis Alessandro, who's the guy who came from the secret Pentagon program. And that was a really interesting show. Some really good information in that. And then they're coming out with season two, July 11th, episode one hits. So make sure you check all that out. If if UFOs, if this is kind of your thing, and if it's not your thing, if you're just now getting into it, because you do realize anybody who at this point denies that there's not, you can't deny anymore. Governments have come out and said, yeah, there's shit we don't know about. And finally, our government is starting to do a little bit of the same. We're finally getting some disclosure and some transparency. So, if you're into that sort of thing, yeah, definitely check out some more stuff. The more you know, they say, the more you know. Anywho, anywho, we're going to take another quick breather and then get back and close up shop because that's about what I've got for you today. That's right, that's right, that's right. So, we're going to take a little, little breather, little breather, and then we'll be right back to finish up. That is right. It's about game over time for us. For us in the miscellaneous debris podcast. But just a little seriousness before we get the fuck out of here. 
I know everybody's seen China's fucking with Hong Kong. The fucking law they put in. And I just gotta say, we all gotta keep pushing for freedom. Here and abroad, man. We gotta support Hong Kong. We gotta support... We can't... And they're not the only ones. They're not the only ones. And you do see with Hong Kong, you do see other countries intervening. You see places in Europe offering, and Australia offering um, refuge, a place for refuge for those wanting to get away from Hong Kong. They're trying to help, as is the U.S. And you got China warning everybody to stay out the fucking way. So who knows what that could lead to. And that's a little bit of scary. <laughs> it's a little bit of scary. It is. It is. But we got to get rid of the fucking oppression, man. I mean, it's part of the problem with Trump. People don't realize, like, do you see? Do you see what's going on with China? How they have censored internet. You know, you can disappear for talking shit on uh, political leaders. Same thing in Russia. Well, it wasn't that long ago that uh, wasn't it a Russian journalist who was quite critical of Putin? Didn't he just commit suicide out of a fucking window or something? Allegedly. I might not have all the facts straight with that. <laughs> something like that. And you see what Putin's doing. And I've talked about this in my pod before, too. Putin made it so that because in Russia there is like a position for the person leaving the office of the president, okay? He has taken that position and made it so that position is the one with the real power. And so as he transfers from presidency to that, he's essentially made himself leader for life. That's not cool. That's dictatorial. And, uh, you know, these are people who are willing to silence anybody who opposes them. That's not how a government should be run. For the people, man. For the fucking people. And that's what's scary about what Trump's doing. It's pretty clear he has no regard for the actual Constitution. It's pretty clear his his own interests take more precedent than the country's. And he's like fueling this hate mob of his loyal supporters who have just been waiting for somebody like this to tell him it's okay to be racist and it's okay to be prejudiced. They've been waiting for an asshole leader like this to give them the confidence to come out the woodworks. But we got to fight it. We got to fight the oppression of the rich, of the elite, of the white powerful the government and yeah I don't like many politicians and but I'm also not going to sit here and say that government isn't good but our particular government at this particular time 
is in rough fucking shape. <laughs> rough fucking shape. So get out there, keep protesting, keep signing petitions, keep speaking your mind. And hopefully, hopefully sometime in the future we'll have a better America. Although it is weird, we got this whole thing with America, when really we're just part of North America, and then there's, you know, obviously Central America, South America. So do does anybody else, like, nobody says I'm Central American or I'm Southern American. Why do we say American? We're North American, really. People from Canada are Canadian. They don't say I'm North American. People from Mexico say they're Mexican. They don't say they're Central American. Why do we say we're American? Is it because United Statesian is, is or United <laughs> I digress. Anyway. <sighs> Down with oppression. That's all that's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say. Equality, man. Equality. That's I mean get rid of this police bullshit. Defund them. Get that fucking shit out of here with the way they treat us. We, uh, the people, have the power. Now, Trump's doing a very good job. I was talking to my wife about this, how, you know, a very good, you know, theory, particularly if you're in a position like Trump, who has the kind of uh, Naziistic, I'm going to use that as a word, Naziistic, you know, viewpoints and mindset and all of that. The idea to divide and conquer, which is why you stoke so much division among the people, is because if they're too busy fighting each other, they're not going to be, you know, as worried about what their leaders are doing. And Trump's working very hard on that. You know, it's pretty well documented. He's into those, uh, he's into Hitler um, readings. He enjoys uh, his Hitler material. <laughs> and uh, again, scary. But we'll see. That's why we got to keep fighting people and we got to vote. We got to vote. That's all there is to it. <sighs> yes. But anyway, I'll break it down, close it down. It's time. It's time to get the fuck on. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining and listening to me again. Once again, this has been the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, the Mad Chatter Ryan MK. That's right. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitters and everywhere else at RMK Madness. Like, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. If you're going to do something for the holiday, please fucking be safe. This pandemic is not through with us yet. Do not forget that shit. And I would also say in the spirit of a UFO day... And, you know, my love for aliens and UFOs and all things that stuff. And space and all that shit, really. Eyes to the skies. Keep those eyes to the skies. Sometime we're going to have clear skies more often. Let's keep our eyes to the skies. Maybe you see a UFO, a shooting star. Who knows? Who knows? Eyes to the skies. Anyway, 
that's what I got for y'all. We're going to go ahead and close up shop and get the fuck on. So thank you very much again for joining me. Everybody have a great weekend. Please be safe, be vigilant, be mad.